How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Digested Productions podcast, episode number 169, back recording after like two months off. Uh, I'm your host, Josh Jim Oscars, and special guest this week is Brian from Guy in His Room podcast. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate you stopping by. Why don't you tell people a little about, uh, about your show, what you got going on over there? Uh, yeah, I do a podcast called The Guy in His Room. Um, it's mostly a solo podcast. like, uh, And I kind of started talking about, um, well, a lot of different topics. Uh, I started when I was like um, doing amateur stand-up, uh, you know, a lot of open mics here in New York and uh I had some fellow comedians on then, uh, but it was mostly solo. And then it's mostly been solo, like since the, uh, you know, through the pandemic and everything. Mm-hmm. And I guess I started it as like audio only, and now it's on YouTube and, uh, you know, Rumble and stuff too. So nice. What, what made you decide to switch to video at one point? Uh, I don't know, just some, like, people were like, oh, you should do video, and uh, Mm. I guess, like, yeah, I'm not sure why, (laughs) Um, but We've done a couple episodes that are video, like a special, like, we had, like, our three anniversary episode is up there, Uh, the 100th episode is up there. Uh, I think for me, the I've mentioned it a number of times on the show as well, I think the reason I do audio only mainly is I think it's a bit more accessible to to some guests. Like there's some people that don't want to appear on camera. They're nervous or, you know, self-conscious, yeah. whatever. And I think having it just be audio only, it gives them that anonymity to an extent where it's like, yeah, I'm still sort of anonymous. I just present this name. This is my show, but it's, you know, they're not having to appear on camera where it's like, that's who they are right there. Uh, I think it, it's a bit more accessible in that regard. At times, we have considered doing video like consistent video episodes. Um, but as of yet, I've not gotten around to doing that. I don't know if I do want to or not. It'd probably be helpful to get some content back on my YouTube channel. I haven't uploaded there in ages. I've been too lazy. <laughs> haven't had the time. Combination of the two. But yeah, it's... You're at what? Like about 150 episodes probably? Yeah, it's a little over there. I used to do it like not weekly. I think it was like every other... And then I was like, uh, we'll just, it just got easier to do. I guess that's why. So, hmm. uh, yes, you're not terribly far behind. I mean, we're, this is episode 169. So you're, you're not terribly far behind us as far as uh time period goes. What, what made you start, uh, podcasting then? Um, I think I was like, uh, you know, I was do like doing like, um, trying to stand up at open mics and like some of the I don't know a lot of times like I was like uh this is more an idea I want to talk about than a mm-hmm. joke or a bit or something and yeah um especially when <laughs> I mean in New York like some of the mic a lot of the mics like it's just comedians some of the mics it's like uh hardly anybody and then comedians will leave right after they go up and then it's kind of like I'm I was just doing a podcast so <laughs> uh <laughs> So it was basically like, oh, this is a better, I, you know, longer form thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
do you have, do you ever find difficulty in, I mean, since you're doing like an open mic sort of thing, it's different than what I have experienced doing, but like for me doing a single, like a solo show is always a bit, I don't know if it's been more difficult than like guest uh, episodes with a guest. I feel like I can back, I can do like more of a back and forth with a solo show. It ends up always being me just venting to an extent. I feel like, <laughs> I don't know if you have a similar experience or if yours is different. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's basically venting the whole time. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, I guess that I got into it because I, maybe I had an idea of solo podcast from my, you know, listening to Bill Burr's podcast like oh, okay. yeah. years ago. And uh, it's just whatever I think of. And uh, to me, having a guest is way more stressful. Like, I'm interesting. I'm a lot more guess, anxious about that. So I don't know. Maybe it's because I work with like with people for a living. Like that's my job is to go out and meet new people and start conversations from nothing. Maybe that's, maybe that's why uh, I'm not as conflicted about it. I don't know. I mean, I, I've definitely had a similar experience. Like when I first started working in like marketing where it's like, all right, you just, just stop into these people's businesses and just strike up a conversation. I'm like, how would they want to talk to me? <laughs> Like, oh, so you do sales? I so I used to um, previous job. I worked in like advertising sales, like local advertising sales. So uh-huh. I I would literally I had like a territory, uh, and uh, I would drive around every day. I'd go out and I'd have I'd stop in at like twenty twenty five businesses a day, and I'd meet with the business owner or whoever the decision maker was, and just try and sell them like advertising space and like magazines, newspapers, or like digital advertising. And so it was me going, it's weird because it's like, it's one thing if you're trying to sell them like a product and they're like, let's say I own like a t-shirt company, right? And like, it's one thing. It's like, oh, look what I have. Are you interested in this? And you have people coming to you, but with advertising, it's literally, I'm trying to sell them an idea, right? Like, it's like, oh, I can, I can, you know, we'll make ads for you and put them in like this, this content or online, but you have no tangible result. Like if I sell you a shirt, you're going to get a shirt, you know, you know, you can see yeah. it, you can hold it with advertising. It's like, I'm going to sell you on the idea that people are going to come into your business and buy your products. It's, it's weird. It's just a really weird kind of arrangement. And, uh, I didn't love it, but it, it was educational, uh, as far as for me, as far as like meeting people and how to network and how to sell things and, uh, you know, just a lot of different ways. And it helped transition me into what I do now, which is still marketing. But uh, I work for a large company that all I'm doing is the marketing for their business. And uh, so it's a lot more social media oriented and just getting the the name and the brand out. And Mm. hopefully soon I'll be able to transition it into just my own business as far as uh, what I do with like the podcast and content creation outside of Digest Productions. Yeah, that's one reason I did my own. I, I guess I usually do stuff on my own because I'm like, uh, then I'm in control and I don't have to worry about mm-hmm. pleasing other people. And you know, yeah, I I hate that feeling of like, man, I worked hard at it. What did I accomplish? I made money for somebody else. Cool. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like, man, this is this sucks. What's the point of this? It, yeah, yeah, it it could be frustrating, but I don't. 
I don't know. It is what it is. Like I said, it's all stepping stones to try to, you know, advance, build myself up, give myself the skills I need to succeed on my own. Who knows? Have you ever, uh, what, what would you say has been the biggest challenge for you as far as working on your podcast? Uh, well, I guess for a while I was like not, I don't know, writing down ideas before mm. doing an episodes and I would be like, I'm going to do it in the moment. And like, sometimes I would actually, I used to do it. Like sometimes I record 20 minutes, then the next day <laughs> record oh. the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it's it it was fine doing just audio but if i'm doing video people will be like oh he's wearing a different mm. shirt all of a sudden so <laughs> that was uh, that was one of the issues we've had with like video where i've considered just the regular episodes but the episodes we've uploaded i don't really i edit the audio quality but i don't cut any like dead space out or anything like that oh uh, uh, yeah and like i feel like if i do it consistently and like let's say like there's a long pause or like something comes up yeah, where the audio, like the the video, just gets cut up or something. I feel like it's kind of jarring. Like you were saying, like wearing a different shirt. But even just like if I'm cutting out, you know, empty gaps in conversation, it's gonna be a lot of cuts throughout the episode, and people are gonna notice it. And it's just, I don't know, it's weird to me. I don't know how I would uh, edit it to look super like clean and and smooth transitions. I don't know. It's this part of what I've been cautious about. Plus. If I'm on a call with somebody and they have a terrible video quality, it's going to look weird if I'm sitting here with yeah. my 4K video and they're there with like 240p. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I have to cut a lot of... Actually, that was probably the biggest challenge. When I started it, I would... Uh, I had a lot more silences that I had to take out and it would probably... Mm-hmm. It was the hardest part of... Was editing it afterwards. Uh and I would also add, like, now I have, like, just audio effects I use live. I set it up that way, oh, but okay. I used to add them after, so, and that would take a lot of time, so. Mm. Yeah, I would say it's definitely gotten a lot quicker for me the longer it's gone on. Because at first, well, when we first started doing it, the recording process was a nightmare. My two co-hosts didn't have computers that were good enough that they could hop on a video, uh, on an audio call. Like, that's how oh. bad their computers were. And so it was me sitting here on my computer recording like, quote unquote, professionally, so to speak. And then they were on an Xbox Live party chat. And I had to put that up on my computer and I recorded the party chat audio and used that as their audio. And, you know, of course, doing that, their audio is all one track. So if they talked over one another, I couldn't edit it at all. So it was that. So updating that. So they actually had, uh, you know their own audio setup that they, they could use. That was a, a part of the process, but learning how to quickly adjust like the audio levels. And, you know, I think part of like editing audio over long periods of time, you can look at the, like the waveform on screen when you're editing and just notice, all right, I can cut that. That's clearly yeah. like a pop from them not having like their, their filter on or something like whatever, like you can pick out like the things to edit just at a glance more so than you, I was able to at the beginning. Um, plus it's like you said, it's just having my setup be, uh, more organized. I don't have to do all the special things after the fact now, you know, it's just, I record like, especially if it's on the one-off episodes where it's just me, it's so easy. I just sit down record and I can just upload it immediately afterwards and it's good to go. It's so convenient. <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't prefer the the solo episodes though. Cause usually it's just me, like I said, venting and it's not anything good. It's me venting about things I'm having to deal with that I normally wouldn't bring up on the podcast because it's depressing. <laughs> so if it's ever an episode where it's just me, people should know like, Oh, this is going to be a sad episode. <laughs> oh man. So what do you, what do you do besides a uh, podcast? And do you have anything content creation wise or anything? I know you mentioned like the comedy, like the, the stand up sort of stuff. What do you do outside of podcasting? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, uh, uh, I started doing these little cartoons, like, called Elliot, and it's like, yeah, I saw you posted some of those on Reddit. Oh, uh, yeah, they're really hard work. I mean, they take forever, (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) uh, and yeah, I was doing, uh, stand up and you know of course they have a day job and stuff uh mm-hmm. <laughs> do you uh, hand animate them yourself or how does that work yeah uh yeah i mean i used to like years ago i did animations that are like it uh mm-hmm. like when i was in college but i used like i don't know microsoft paint and like movie maker and it was like <laughs> It was also a I lot of work. The exact I mean. same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I did that. There was a program. I can't remember what it was where it was like you would animate stick figures and you would literally like it's like think Microsoft Paint or it's a blank canvas. You'd create the stick figure and then you'd save it and then it would create the next frame and you would just adjust the stick figure. It's so like if you're going to create a guy walking, you every frame you just slightly edit the legs you know, oh, or whatever, yeah. just to, to show him moving. But, it, and then at the end you would export it and it would create the like video for you essentially. And, uh, I remember doing that and I was so proud of myself. Like, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was like a stick figure running and like jumping off a cliff and he lands on spikes. And then I made like blood going down the spikes. And I was like, so proud of that. I was like, Oh man, this looks cool. Cause it was really smooth. Like I did a lot of work on it and I sent it to my aunt and I was like, Oh, look what I did. And she's like, Josh, this is really violent. <laughs> I was so disappointed. I was like, oh, I was proud of this, and I'm being told that it's too violent. Okay. Yeah, I, like I got all, <laughs> I got into that. Well, they used to have flash animations were big back when I was doing yeah. those first ones. But that's the, a lot of work. Different too. Websites they had they had like yeah. a wow, what was I can't remember the one website. I know there was one that we went on in school a lot called Albino Black Sheep. And they had like oh, flash yeah. games, like little flash cartoons and things like that. Um, oh, well, there was something, I can't remember what it was. Um, Newgrounds? Newgrounds, thank you. Yeah, I was trying to look it up. Yeah, Newgrounds <laughs> is one I was thinking of going on there all the time as well. Yeah, it is interesting how we went from that to people being like, you know what, we're just going to do professional level animation and upload it to YouTube. <laughs> oh okay interesting do you do a oh that's gonna do you do any like gaming or anything like that because i have something that can transition into after that as well yeah um i mean i haven't streamed i've thought of, like well yeah i haven't streamed like i used to make fun of uh why would people watch people play video games uh but mm-hmm. i i mean i i do watch them like sometimes but uh i mostly just play them uh 
I think on that podcast I listened to, you said you used to do stream game streaming or something. We did, yeah. I used to stream about eight hours a day. That's what I did during the the COVID lockdowns. I was like, I I didn't I wasn't able to go into work because I everything's locked down, so I literally can't drive business to business and meet with people. So I was like, oh right, yeah. Right. So I was just home for what was it April till November, however many months that is, six, seven. Oh well. Uh, and I was like, all right, we'll start streaming, and that's what I did. Eight hours a day, every day, made uh, made some some money off of that. Was happy, but it was it was a fun time. Uh, and then like I I went back to work, and then after that, I just lost the passion of it. Where it's just uh, to to me, I don't play video games to sit there and entertain other people as much. Like I enjoy doing it, but after a while, it becomes like a job. I'm like, man, I just I really want to enjoy the game, not sit here and like yeah. play the game as a job. Uh, and so I kind of fell out of that. Um, at the same time, like you were saying, like, why would somebody watch somebody else play a game? I bring up that exact same point every time someone says that. I'm like, well, why would you sit here and watch like the NFL? You're watching somebody else play a game. Why don't you go do it? And people yeah. go, oh, it's different. This is real life. I'm like, who cares? It's a game. Uh, I don't, I just don't care what people do. I'm like if they enjoyed it, they enjoy it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we, my girlfriend and I, I'd bought her uh hogwarts legacy which is like the harry potter game that people oh, yeah. were freaking out about we just finished yeah that and uh yeah it, i don't understand like the outcry and the people being so upset about it i was like man it's, it's just a video game <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah i, I know you'd mentioned something about like the i don't want to misquote you or anything but about like you know woke cultural issues, things like that. That was one of the ones that stood out to me lately was the Hogwarts Legacy game and how people were freaking out. Like, if you buy this, you're supporting, like, Nazis or uh, you hate transgender people. I'm like, man, it's just a video game. Yeah. just Some people just want to play a game where they get to be a wizard and fly around on a broom. I don't know how that makes you a Nazi, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. Re- I didn't really look at what they were saying, but I knew it was obviously, well, J.K. Rowling mm-hmm. is saying, you know, trans women are different from, you know, women. and that's, Whatever she said. Yeah, something. I don't remember. Yeah. Exactly. I don't, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's bizarre to me how people will freak out about that. And it's like, bud, you're tweeting from your iPhone. They're made with slave labor in China. Like, yeah, <laughs> you're not, you're going to draw the line there. It's, <laughs> like, okay. Just hypocritical, but yeah, yeah. I mean, they kind of. Uh, well, that's like one of the big things is they exaggerate or they they go, "Oh, you're you're supporting violence against trans people." Like they go to some extreme, and you're like just sitting there playing a video game. Yeah, <laughs> I that's, mean, it's always so like you're saying it's always the extreme. It's like if you well, see that, like with the, uh, I'm not. I don't want to get into the politics of it, but like anyone that doesn't like openly support like Israel is considered like anti-Semitic and they're Nazis. And it's like, yeah, what, what are are you talking about? (laughs) It's like, why, why do you jump straight to Nazis? Having a, a, an opinion that differs from yours makes someone a Nazi. I don't, why, why is that the go-to? I mean, it's like, I guess it's how it is with a lot of American politics in general now though, too. If, uh, if you disagree with somebody, they're a pedophile anymore, it seems. That's the go-to insult. It's bizarre. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, 
you really can't argue on Reddit. Like, there's no... I mean, I posted the uh, looking for guests thing on Reddit, and, like, Mm. there was a few mostly comments criticizing that I even brought up woke or whatever, like, and then a couple, like, like, one guy criticized me in the post, but then he messaged me later, like, okay, you know what? Yeah, like, I've disagreed with a lot of woke people. So he, like, it seemed like he kind of faked that he was criticizing me, but privately he messaged me, like. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird that people get upset if you even try and have a discussion about anything. Yeah. I'm like, why do you take everything so personally? I don't get, like, and this, for a lot of people, like, even, like, whatever president you support, if you you know, you say you disagree with this person, they're like, oh, you would like this and that, like they hate you for it. It's like, why? I don't, I can't imagine caring about who the president is that much. Like, I, I yeah. don't care. This, I will never meet this person. This person has, will never even think about me in the slightest. They don't care about me at all. It's like, it's so weird to me how people get so worked up about these people. They're so unbelievably disconnected from, I don't, I just don't understand it. Meanwhile, I'm over here just like, just let me, just want to watch TV, play games, go to work in peace. I could just be left alone. That'd be great. I'm being called a bigot because I bought my girlfriend a video game. (laughs) It's like, what the, what the hell? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, once you say like, oh, you're a Nazi, like, and then you Mm -hmm. go, how? Then they usually are like, F you. And then that's kind of the, there's no. Yeah, it's true. They never, they never give an example. They're like, oh, yeah this is what you're you're a bigot it's like why you do your do some research and figure it out it's like that's not my job i'm, I'm not the one the burden of proof here you're calling me a yeah. name and then you have no information to back it up what yeah it, it's so hard to to deal with people online it's a lot easier in person though yeah i, get, I, I feel like a lot of people like like the keyboard warrior name that they give people it's like it's kind of accurate uh, people yeah. are happy to talk shit online and it's like if i go into work and someone makes a comment it's like i'm right here man let's let's hash this out now you can't go run into the office and hide that's not how this works <laughs> i don't know yeah, it's it's kind of a it's kind of crazy have you have you gotten feedback from like your podcast in particular about things you've said or not uh no i mean no well, when I started doing it, I was worried about that, like, because mm-hmm. I was like, well, if I'm going to do a podcast, I don't, um, I'm just going to be kind of say what I want. Uh, mm-hmm. And I like purposely was like, I'm just going to be myself. Like, yeah. Uh, and that's the thing. If I did a podcast with someone else or, you know, whatever, like I would be more worried about that. Mm. But then I realized, well, it's hard. It's really hard to get people to listen. So, <laughs> I mean, people have to listen first to get upset. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you just sit there. I can imagine being that guy that makes like a purposefully like offensive podcast, but no one hears it. And he's sitting there in his own little echo chamber. Why isn't anyone arguing with me? I said yeah. offensive things. <laughs> I, we, we tried to like, I've actively tried to avoid like, specific like political topics and things like that at times because all it's going to do is alienate like half of the audience and i don't really need that (laughs) yeah 
like, I mean, if people listen for long enough, they're going to understand like most of my political views, I'm sure. But at the same time, it's like, I don't need to sit here and tell them like, this is right, but this is wrong. And yeah, yeah like it's, it's not worth the hassle, but we still get like feedback on, and it's not even like political stuff, but most of the time, but there have been times where people like email me and like, I can't believe there was, <laughs> I forget it was episode like a hundred or something. There was a, I can't remember who, which episode it was. I made some like offhand, like it's a joke, but it could have been construed as like racist possibly. And I got like three or four messages, which is a lot for one episode in particular. And they're all complaining. Like, I can't believe you'd say something like that. I'm like, bro, I was making jokes. So was the black guest who was making jokes about black people laughing at the jokes I was making about black people. Like, It's fine. It's lighthearted. I'm not here calling people the N word. I made a, a, a joke about a stereotype. Let's calm down. Not, it wasn't even that much of a stereotype either, but yeah, it was right at the very, it was the last part of the episode. It's the last line. I'm like, and that's the episode. And that was it. <laughs> I got a bunch of messages, like four, three or four messages. I'm like, good grief. We've had that. We've had people email because they can, people can just go to the, they can comment on the actual podcast, but you can go to like our website and submit like, uh, like a message that comes through directly to an email for me. Oh. And I get that. I don't want to say a lot because we're not that big, but like I get it frequently enough that it's noticeable. And uh, it's people like commenting like, oh man, you're making jokes about like kids. This is disgusting. I'm like, bro, I'm making jokes about the Catholic church. They're the, they're the ones doing it. I'm joking about them. Like yeah. stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I get comments about that. Apparently you can't joke about religion. <laughs> oh, do you, do you think th- are these people that, uh, that you think are from Reddit or somewhere or just? Uh, I don't really know. It's hard to tell when they go through the website. That's where I get a lot of it oh, from yeah. is, is through like the website's form submission. So I don't really know where they're coming from because it's from the website. So anything could bring them there. Uh, oh, yeah. But because I mean, the, the link to our website is in the description of every episode. You know, you can go through Reddit to get to it. Like, it, I, I don't know. But it is like that, like you're saying, where it's like Redditors essentially like white knighting. Like, I can't believe you joke about this or that. It's like, really? Like almost 170 episodes in, you can't believe this thing we've brought up as a joke consistently for like three and a half years. You can't believe I joke about that. I'm shocked. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I've the only thing I've really gotten is, I mean, that post (laughs) recently I did. And then if I have. I'll get down votes on if I have an episode titled something where it references some touchy mm. issue or like yeah. <laughs> if I post a clips of stuff and then I might get one comment. I don't know, but I started it like, uh, as like a comedy thing. So I think the people that were listening were people I knew and then maybe other people that did comedy from, you know, so they, they weren't random Redditors at least. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there was one episode in particular early on that we were doing. Uh, we had the we were live streaming the recording, which we have not done since for obvious reasons after the fact. <laughs> where we were interacting with the chat, which was too much. We were doing too much chat interaction, where I think it took away from the episode to be to begin with. Uh, but there was an event that happened that we were live reacting to as well, and it was it was it was pretty horrific, and I was like looking back at it, I was like, this is too much. Like, I don't like having this sort of content on our show. 
and it's the only episode I've edited and taken down and I've just replaced it with a, like a short, I forget it was like two minutes long. I'm like, yeah, this is what happened. This is why I took this down. Uh, I just don't want to be associated with that kind of content anymore. We've grown. It's like a show. That's the only time I've done that where I've edited something out for like a, a reason where I thought it was too much. There've been times where we've edited just because it gave out like personal information on accident. Oh yeah. But I don't, I don't feel bad about that. That's reasonable. But for, for the one, I was like, this is too much even for us. And uh, at the time, luckily, we were really small. That was really early on. So we had like next to no audience. And I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I think I've deleted this before it's become a problem. All right. <laughs> was it, you mean a, li- a live event you were watching or something? We were, I don't remember why we decided to live stream the episode. I, I, it's been so long, but we were just, I don't remember if we were doing something at the time as well. I really have almost no memory of it. I just know we were live streaming the show. And so we had the, it was streaming on Twitch. So we had the Twitch chat there talking to us at the same time. And separately from our show, there was a thing that happened like a a tragic event. And we were like reading the news of it during the show and live reacting to it. And we were making pretty horrific comments based (laughs) on what the chat was saying. Um, and that's why I went back and I was like, this is, this is really poor taste. This is really bad look. And, uh, I was like, yeah, this is, this is not good. I need to take this down. So I did. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I always listen. I don't know if you, I always listen after I record it, like before I post mm-hmm. it just to make sure, well, make sure it's good really. But like also, yeah. I guess I never really say anything that I'm like, oh, that was crazy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this, that was the I only time I, I had to cut it out because it was too much. Like I said, the only yeah. other times where it's like somebody would tell a story and they would come out, they would, I always tell people like, if you need something cut after the fact, let me know. And they yeah. messaged me later on like, oh, could you cut out the part where I say like where this happened? I feel like I might be doxing somebody. I'm like, oh, that's fine. Yeah. I'll cut yeah. That. Cause I don't, I don't want to dox. I don't want to cause people problems by putting out content that might, you know, hurt them in some capacity for whatever reason and there was one other episode where as a running joke my co-host kept bringing up the name of this girl he knew who i, I didn't know her at all but he's like yeah we went to like i'll make up a name like jane doe he's like oh we were at jane doe's house and you know jane doe was doing this and then i told jane doe and he kept saying her name over and over again and it just it resulted in like me having to cut her name like 30 times throughout the episode <laughs> so there's i I, th- I think that time i i used like the like bleep sound effect you know oh yeah uh, like yeah i used that because i was like i can't just cut the audio it's that'd be obnoxious sitting there listening to like the audio cutting in and out to me that's worse than having the bleep sound effect yeah so i was like all right cause that took me forever to edit <laughs> you have to cut the audio in like copy and paste the bleep sound effect line it up properly so that everyone's audio matches up again line it back up all right go and then two seconds pass he says the name again it's like all right let me do this again <laughs> cut it insert the sound <laughs> uh, lately though yeah pretty good haven't had to do a whole lot other than like audio correction issues but. yeah sometimes you get bad advice too like once i posted an episode like um in some group like i was like hey uh check this out or something and, and somebody was like oh i did actually listen and uh you may want to use this software where you take out like 
every single pause you do or something like, mm. <laughs> and I, and I was, I don't know, like I already did edit out silences when they were too long, but then at some point it, it sounds so unnatural to just take out yeah. every single pause, you know? Yeah. At a certain point, it, it makes the audio seem too quick. Yeah. Like you have to take breaths every once in a while. And like, if it's just constant talking, it doesn't, it doesn't sound natural at a certain point. It's like, I'd rather, we're having a conversation here. We don't need to pretend like we're a computer responding to your question immediately. Like human beings, it's fine to have slight pauses. There have definitely been times where, like there are times when I'll cut down the gap just a little bit. Yeah. Like there have been times where I've, I've asked somebody a question and they're like, oh, I don't know off the top of my head. Hold on, let me think. It's like, okay, I can cut this down. It doesn't matter at all. This doesn't affect the the final recording in the slightest. Yeah. Uh, other than that yeah plus i mean because i was thinking of like i always have to think of other podcasts like at the time i was like okay sam harris doesn't cut out every single pause sometimes Mm -hmm. it's for effect like you're like oh this is a deeper thought i mean i don't know (laughs) there was there was a show i guessed it on where i was making i forget what the point was originally but i remember it was like a joke was a punchline and the part of it was literally hesitating to react and they cut the pause out. And so it ruins uh, the entire punchline of the joke. <laughs> and I went back and listened to it. I was like, oh, this is this is terrible. Like, it, yeah. the, the entire joke is gone. <laughs> and uh, yeah, because I think it was, a, it was a joke about like a deaf girl not being able to respond because she's deaf, obviously. And uh, yeah, and they cut it, the the pause. And I was like, oh, well, the, the whole joke is ruined. Why don't you just cut the whole thing then? <laughs> yeah, I know. Have you do you have you guessed it on a number of shows at all? Or I'm curious. We've got we've um, people come on the show that this is their first time guesting, and we have people that come on that do it a lot. Yeah, I think this is my first time actually. <laughs> um, yeah, we, there have been a number of times where people come on here and they're like, "I'm nervous. It's my first time." I'm like, "Shh, it's okay." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it helped. Like, well, I mean, I checked your podcast out, and I was. Mm-hmm relieved because you were more laid back like i am like i was kind of yeah. worried like a lot of podcasts are like you got to be high energy like hey everybody that <laughs> you know like and yeah, i would I, I yeah. try to make it relaxed it's so much easier that or if it's like very like regimented there was a show i went on where they'd come on our our podcast and they're like you should come on on our show and i was like okay and i knew it was going to be like uh more like information-based show where they were doing a discussion on like uh uh whether or not to be a vegetarian like it's the 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 format of the show is the two hosts debating topics right one of them was like pro vegetarian the other one was like no pro meat and they had me guests on the show and i don't know what my purpose was supposed to be to be honest but i was like okay i'll come on the show that's fine i can talk about this having experience in both worlds i suppose like i know people my direct family are vegetarians and i'm definitely not Uh, i was like i can talk on this and I show up and it's like very regimented and they, they had so many sources. They're sitting there like, well, according to, you know, so-and-so in their, in their uh, report number five, seven, six or whatever, uh, it says here on line eight, paragraph four, and they'd read it out. I'm like, oh my God, I'm just showing up to chat. <laughs> like, I don't have sources. <laughs> yeah. Like, I thought we were just having a laid back conversation. And they did. They did. <laughs> I was so out of place. I felt so uncomfortable at one point. I was so out of place. Uh, they asked me like, what are your thoughts on like, you know, this? And I'm like, well, you know, I, 
I grew up, you know, in the middle of nowhere, like near farms, and they grew a lot of like soy products near me. And they're like, okay. I'm like, yeah, and, you know, it's, I, this is how they like harvest it and whatnot. I'm like, okay. And like, they kept expecting like actual information, like statistics. I'm like, I don't, I don't have this. Like I make a show where we, we joke about like video games and TV and talk about like movies and writing and stuff. Like I'm an entertainment based podcast. I don't have stats. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a numbers guy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's funny. Cause actually before this, I was like, oh, I hope he doesn't think I'm an expert on woke because. Yeah. You have <laughs> statistics for your woke culture uh, <laughs> references. I don't know. Bring me, bring me the source, or I'm gonna have to discredit you entirely. Yeah, that's yeah. Funny. Oh, that would annoy me. <laughs> if I, if I went, if going into it, they had said, "Oh, bring sources and information that you can refer to," because this is the kind of layout we're gonna go with. Yeah. I would have done so, right? But this is like short notice, and I'm like, "Oh, sure, yeah, I can come on." I, I guess part of it's my fault because I didn't research it enough beforehand. But at the same time, I was like, "Oh." Oh, I should have known. I should have known this in advance. This is something that I needed to have been told. Yeah, yeah. I think they should have. Yeah, they should have <laughs> said something. Then. Again, I could have. I should have researched a bit more. But at the same time, I, I think I did listen to like one or two other episodes, but they didn't have guests on them. So I guess I just didn't understand mm-hmm. like how, like what my role was going to be. And uh, so I guessed wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. It, I don't know. I haven't I haven't been a guest on the show in ages. Uh, I'd be happy to do more of them, but like I say, it's I've had stuff going on in my personal life where it's just taken up a ton of my time, which is part yeah. of why I haven't recorded as much lately. Haven't been able to do as much. Uh, it seems like that's going to be coming to an end relatively soon, which sad but good. And uh, with warm weather coming up, it'll be nice. I'll be able to get out. I'm a big soccer guy. We have a, a soccer field at one of my relatives' homes. So I go over there, kick the ball around a bit, get some friends over, play a couple pickup games. It's always fun, as opposed to what it's been like lately, which is cold, rainy, windy, just yeah. all around awful. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Even without the, I don't know what it's, what it's like where you're at. We had like basically no snow all winter, but it was just cold and awful. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're, you're on the East Coast, right? Yeah, I'm in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. My friend's in Pennsylvania. Yeah. I'm in New York now, but... Oh, nice. Uh, well, New York had more snow than that. I know Buffalo got hit with however much snow that was, that one storm in particular. Oh, yeah. I had a family member that lives in Buffalo, and we're like, oh, well, my my stepmom went up and, and visited, brought them back to, to Pennsylvania, and uh, they were telling me, like, oh, yeah, if we, you know, if we left them there, they wouldn't have been able to get out of their house for ages. <laughs> I was like, that's, uh, I can't imagine. Like it was bad enough during like the COVID lockdowns being stuck inside for a bit, even though you can still go outside and do stuff, you know, but I can't yeah. imagine being trapped in my house and literally not able to leave because of snow. That'd have been yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would take that over China, literally having people point guns at you if you they, didn't try they, to leave like, your house. Didn't they put boards up and literally like lock them in their houses? Like they barricaded them inside. Oh yeah. I, I feel like I remember that being the case where they put up like, you know, boards across their doorways so they couldn't get out. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm now I'm hoping those were just like urban legends or <laughs> I don't know, but I think I remember seeing videos of that. Cause I remember the videos of the like military, whoever it was, 
going yeah. down the streets and like spraying like that foam or whatever all over the place, like the disinfectant stuff everywhere. Yeah. I was like, that's kind of uh, terrifying. <laughs> yeah, actually, it reminded me of, uh, and then somebody made a video of, um, if you know the game Half-Life 2, like that's what it reminded game, me of. <laughs> yeah. I've not played that though. I don't, I'm not familiar with a lot of what goes on in it. Yeah, but. just like dystopian completely, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's kind of creepy. Uh, I'm happy to have not been barricaded in my home. Uh, that was another thing that kind of became a woke issue. Weirdly, was like that was weird to me. The COVID became political. Like, if you like yeah. Trump, you didn't want lockdowns. It just <laughs> it doesn't make sense. But I don't know how. I mean, maybe the lockdowns work. I don't. I don't know how well how effective it was. Like, if yeah, I mean, obviously it kept people from getting sick. I don't know if like if people have just gone out and worn like protective masks and like distance and like I don't I don't know if completely barricading people away if that was at like super effective if we'd been more careful in public probably I, I'm not I'm not smart enough to know <laughs> but yeah you're right it was super politicized like it's like why don't yeah. we just take why don't we just take some precautions to not get each other killed like like you're saying like on one hand it was like let's all lock ourselves in our homes and not do anything. But then there's a lot of people on the other end of it where it's like, I'm going to go out without a mask because I'm tough and I'm not going to yeah. die to this. And then you see a lot of those people dying of COVID. We had, uh, yeah. I, had a, I had a family member that that happened to where they were like super like COVID is nothing. It won't affect me. <laughs> and then they went out, uh, it's my, one of my aunt and uncles and, uh, they, uh, they both got COVID refused to go to the doctor and then uh, my uncle died in his house. Oh, jeez. And uh, they had, I forget who, my stepdad or somebody called uh, for like a, a checkup on him, like a, a wellness check. The medical staff went to their house and they refused to let them like see them. They're like, no, you're not allowed to help us. And my uncle did that. And then the aunt uh, was like, all right, fine. I'm like really sick. Like she's having trouble breathing. And she eventually like, gave in and went to the hospital. And then he died in the, in the house alone because he refused uh-huh. like medical treatment. And I was like, man, it's like, I feel bad. But on the other hand too, it's like, man, how fucking stupid could you be? Like you're, you have to know you're in dire straits. You're struggling to breathe for like yeah. days on end and you're refusing any medical treatment. Like, and she was a nurse. Like you ha- like it mm. blows my mind. Maybe that's why she went and he didn't, I don't know. But yeah, he passed away and she was on, she like had the little like oxygen tank on the little roller cart, whatever, I don't know what you would call it, uh, that she was like pulling behind her. She had that for a month or so. I, I forget. I, I mean, I never, yeah. I didn't, I haven't seen them in years. I, this is all secondhand oh. information, but I know they stayed with like my parents. Uh, she went down and stayed with her because she couldn't take care of herself at all. And I was oh, like, really? man. If only this could have been avoided. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was scary at first. Like, yeah, like some doctor recently, John Campbell or something, he's on YouTube and he, mm-hmm. he was saying, yeah, like it makes sense to do a lockdown at first. Like, cause for, it was a lot worse anyway. Yeah. And, and, uh, but yeah, I guess some people, I mean, yeah, that, that's the thing. Like, I'm more like, I like being nuanced about stuff. Like, oh, there's, I used to think, oh, I'm, I'm like in the middle of politically mm-hmm. and all that. Uh, and uh, 
but there's kind of like yeah some people are just like that was that sounded like it was just stubbornness too like Mm-hmm. And I never got the whole like, oh, there's no COVID. It's just fake. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was like I said, like it it was exaggerated by a lot of people where it's like, oh, this is the deadliest thing ever happened. Like that was some like that's what some people made it sound like. Like if you get this, you're going to die. And it's like, well, it's yeah. not quite the case. If you take precautions, you're probably going to be fine. You might have some like issues, like you might have trouble breathing. You might get sick, really sick. Maybe, maybe you won't. Like it, it's hard to say. But then there's other people, like I said, where it's like, it, like you said, it's not even real. I was like, what? <laughs> it very clearly is. You notice how yeah. like a lot of your neighbors are just not home anymore. They're gone. <laughs> they got it and died. It was it was terrible. Like around here, uh, we have. I live in an area where there was. I I couldn't even tell you. It's, it's like twenty nursing home style communities, like assisted living, like various stages of like assisted mm. living, and COVID just tore through those places. It was horrible. Yeah. Uh, Cause they would, one person would come in with it and they'd give it like a nurse or somebody and just throughout the day, they'd give it to every single patient, it seems. And then it would just, it, so many people passed away in those facilities. It was an absolute yeah. mess. Um, yeah, it was, I don't know. It was weird. It was weird how politicized it came. I imagine if like both of the main political parties just got together and were like, all right, don't panic. It's kind of a big deal, but don't panic. We're just going to yeah. take precautions and, you know, we'll just take measured responses to this and everything will be fine. If that had been like along those lines of the response to it, I think everything would have been fine. People wouldn't have freaked out about it. But I think so many people saw it as like a political opportunity because of the uh, election happening and all that. Yeah. And I was like, man, this is uh, could we not? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I know it was a, uh, stressful for like my uh my parents they have i have an adopted little brother and uh, he's he's still in school and uh he was home from school throughout covid and they were just like oh my god we need a break (laughs) i go oh my god he's home all day every day (laughs) yeah i thought of that too like um like i i went away to college like in pennsylvania bloomsburg actually and uh I, I used to live there actually. I went to oh, really? university for uh, oh, wow. a semester. I didn't, I didn't like it. It was it was the wrong major for me. Yeah, oh. I had family that worked there. I had a lot of my family members go there. Family that worked oh. there. Yeah. So you could have got a discount. I did get a discount. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For the one semester I was there, I went for computer science and I hated it. Oh. I was like, this is not for me. And then I subsequently <laughs> went to a UNC and NC State took classes there instead. In oh. Much better. Liked it a lot more. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, like, uh, well, I just was thinking over COVID, like, I would have been so upset just having to go home, like, oh, no more college, because, like, you pay to go. Plus, I pay, paid out of state. You pay more mm-hmm. to go out of state, too, and <laughs> to go home and just sit and wait. Like, and, yeah, all the parents, like, Everybody stuck together, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was bad. Like I, I work from home a lot of the time anyway. Yeah. But even so, I mean, especially at the time I worked from home exclusively. Uh, and then, like I said, we just got, they just laid off the staff temporarily. Furloughed uh, is the right word. They furloughed us because uh, there was no business to be done. And uh, even then I was like, oh, this is okay. But I, 
I think it's because we had the option to go outside and still yeah. like be active. If I was stuck inside all like 24 seven, I would have lost my mind. Uh, yeah, no, it's just, you're not getting the sunlight even like it's just getting fresh air. It, it's, it, I don't know. It's mind numbing to a certain extent. Um, but yeah, it, I don't know. It's, it was a, a bit of a mess. Yeah. Like all those people stuck on cruise ships. <laughs> oh my God. I was expecting, I have relatives that go on cruises all the time that are, that are retired. I was like, that is going to happen to them. They're going to get on a cruise ship and then not be allowed to leave. It's like, man, what a bad idea. Oh. <laughs> yeah. like, objectively. I'm like, what is your thought process? You're going to go on a secluded boat where you just can't, you physically can't leave and think like, Oh, well, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I, I went on a cruise once and like, I did actually have a lot of fun, but like the, uh, the room was really small, actually sleeping in the room sucked. Like that was the worst part of it. (laughs) So being stuck in there, I mean, that would have been awful. And I did get, you do get slightly sick just being on a cruise. Oh, everybody's touching the food. I mean, Mm -hmm. just normally before COVID. Stop you from just leaving your room and jumping overboard. If you're like one of those cruise (laughs) ships. That's like, you know, they were docked, but they weren't allowed to leave. What's to oh, stop yeah. you from just jumping overboard? And it's like, all right, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to go back on the ship with me? Like, it, I'm off the boat now. Yeah, it's I like, know. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like asking for a bit more trouble, to be fair. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, like, oh, man. Like I said, I'm not a cruise person anyway. I, I don't, that's not my thing. I'm more of a going out in the middle of nowhere. Like, I, I like mountain biking and climbing. Oh. It's like, I don't, my dad and I would go out to like Colorado. Uh, go to Utah, just wander the desert, uh, go up into the mountains in Colorado. Like that's my type of, of fun for to an extent, uh, as opposed to being stuck on a ship. And I get that they dock and you can wander around wherever the destination is. But I guess I guess the main thing is I don't like being on like a time frame. Like my grandmother loved going on like bus trips to like Atlantic City or whatever, or like Ocean City, Maryland. And like just just going on bus trips, and I'm like, I don't like the idea of like having a time limit to do stuff. It's like, why should I be on someone else's time? Yeah. I'm paying for this. It's like, I not that's just not my thing. I like being able to do whatever I want when I want uh, at my own pace. It's more enjoyable that way, as opposed to, wow, this is really fun. I could do this all day, but I'm being told I'm not allowed to by someone I'm paying. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine being the boss of a company and having your employees tell you. Uh, actually, sir, uh, you're not allowed to do this anymore because we decided. Yeah. No, oh, it's weird. I thought I was paying the bills, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, what part of the North Carolina was that college in? Uh, Raleigh. It's around Raleigh. Uh, oh. NC, UNC is uh, Chapel Hill. Ra- uh, NC State is in Raleigh, Durham area. Um, yeah, like yeah. I've spent a ton of time growing up in like Apex, North Carolina, which is like a small little suburb outside of Raleigh, essentially. Yeah. So there's yeah, so many universities in that area. I couldn't name all of them even. There's it, so many. A lot of them are like ones you haven't heard of. Uh, but then they also have like Wake Forest is down there. Um, what is the, uh, there's like an all women's college down there. I can't remember the name of. Uh, but yeah, it, there's a bunch of like universities all in that same area, the technology trial. Oh. And uh, it's really cool. I like it. As opposed to like, I mean, you going to Bloomsburg, you know, that it's a very small town. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Like that area. It's like, I, 
I much prefer a larger city area, not living in the city. I'd prefer to live on the edge of it, but yeah, I'd much prefer that having things to do as opposed to living in the middle of nowhere like I do now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I had a friend that uh, is from North Carolina. He, he was a comic and he had to move. He lost a job up here and he couldn't get unemployment, I guess, because he had, didn't live here long enough. So interesting. Uh, yeah it's i don't know it's weird i was a little annoyed too because when they in pennsylvania it's uh they don't have to pay out vacation time when you leave so when i left my last job i was like oh man i've got all this vacation time oh. you know sick time saved up it's like perfect and they're like yeah we're not gonna pay pay you that i'm like oh <laughs> that's very polite of you uh i'm not gonna stick out my two weeks notice then <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah so i was like whatever enjoy got my so they had to pay me for not working then. So it evened itself wow. out, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man. I was, uh, I was like, yeah, fuck you. Poorly managed piece of shit. <laughs> it's like, I'm bitter <laughs> about it. Uh, man. Yeah, I don't, it's it's an interesting place to, to live, Pennsylvania. So yeah. Amish people, Mennonites. Oh, yeah. Rednecks. <laughs> Yeah, like Bloomsburg was kind of known as a party school, but I mean, what else is there to do there? So, <laughs> yeah, it's it is interesting because like, like I said, I grew up in the like around Bloomsburg, and uh, yeah. it was interesting. I don't know if it's like this for all universities, like a lot of them, but like the high school I went to, Bloomsburg University, held like a certain number of like spots for students from like the surrounding schools. So it's like, oh, they're they're I'll, I'll make up a number, but like there you're guaranteed like five people from each school are allowed to attend Bloomsburg. Like those spaces are reserved for them. Oh, okay. And uh, I assume a lot of universities do that. If not both. Yeah. Do. But I was like, Oh, so did I get in on good merits or just because it was a hand me down <laughs> or like a handout rather. <laughs> but yeah, I went, I, like I said, I went for computer science and uh, I remember going to class and be like, man, this is awful. <laughs> like, <laughs> For day one of, uh, I forget what the actual class was called, but like day one, I sit down and the professor's like, all right, uh, so I'm assuming you all have some sort of background in this. So we'll just kind of jump right in. I'm sitting there like, what? I have no <laughs> background in this. this. That's why this is an intro to computer science class. What are, what are we doing here? Yeah. And uh, yeah, they jump right in. I was like, I guess I'll just drop right in. I just hated it. Just staring at a screen, learning the code. I was like, this is awful. I, had this, I still have the book. I can see it from my desk here on the bookshelf. It's called Big Java, and it was Java oh. programming. And uh, yeah, it it was so boring to me. Just like, all right, now I'm coding. So if you type in this input, a blue square will appear on screen. Fun. <laughs> like it, it was. Oh god, it's so boring. So I I got through like two thirds of the semester for that class, and I was like, I just don't care. It's like I. I'm not going to finish this, uh, this, uh, you know, major, I'm not going to finish this. And, uh, so I, I would go to all the rest of my classes and instead of going to my computer science class, I would hang out at the the campus Starbucks and, uh, <laughs> I just sit there every once in a while I'd go uh, we, for my one class. Uh, we, uh, they had like a study group in the library and you can run out like the rooms up there. Oh yeah. And, uh, I remember going in the the one day and uh, I was like, I was super naive. 
and I go in and I'm like, oh, how's it going guys? Like, yeah, yeah, what's up? What's up? Like you're, you don't, don't you have a class this time? And I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm done with that for now. And they're like, cool. <laughs> you have any weed? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are, we, what are we doing here? Like they asked me to come cause I needed help with something. And it's like, we just need weed I'm like, <laughs> because I'm in computer science. You think I have weed? That's, that's hmm. not how this works. They, uh, I guess they didn't trust me after that because they never invited me back. Oh. <laughs> like, this guy's going to rat us out. I'm like, no. <laughs> no. <Just> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of, uh, I mean, there was like frats and stuff. Uh, did you, did you ever have any interest in joining like a frat or anything like that? No. I. That was not my thing at all. Yeah, I was like really surprised people even cared about that, I guess. And it was kind of a big deal there. Like I had a my first roommate uh was in one and hmm. like he'd have like freshman guys trying to get in the frat, like one time they like just slept on the floor in there, like I, I guess as part of their I don't know, hazing or something. And I was it's like, well, this is like, I don't get it. It's like, oh man, I'm going to just, I'm going to get bullied so I can join this club that gets me nothing. Yeah. I was like, why the, why the hell would I do that? Yeah. There's, I know the one, there was the one kid in my, my one class that was like that where they would constantly have him like running around doing work for them, getting like food oh. and snacks and stuff, doing like their, their actual school work for them. And I was like, why, why do you care? Like, what <laughs> It's like I don't I don't need to be bullied to make friends. I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah, I guess like some people might like maybe their dads were in it or something. I guess I never had I never even thought about it really. I I, I always thought it was corny like a <laughs> I mean it's a stereotype, the frat guy stereotype, but Yeah. Yeah, I was really always just like, like <laughs> in, in my mind it's like if I was interested in joining a frat, I'd be like, Hey, I'd like to join. Like, cool, what are your qualifications? Like I'm gonna join. You can't stop me. <laughs> it's like I'm physically in the building now. Thank you for having yeah. me. Yeah. No, I will not be assisting you in any meaningful way. <laughs> and then they'd they'd probably attack me or something. I don't know. Run my mouth too much. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, maybe they'd kick people out. I wonder if anyone's just was like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. With everything. Yeah, I. Don't know. I it's weird. I, I was about to say I was worse then than I am now. I'm probably m- more mouthy now than I was back then. But back then I was stupid. I was dumber about it. Like I would just run my mouth just to run my mouth. Now it's like I'd rather say something that hurts you to your core than just something <laughs> stupid. Like I'm, I'm more cl- I'm more clinical about it now. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Because like now it's like I when I I used to work uh, at a local university. I remember one day my boss comes down. And she was talking about like having like some party at like a cabin in the woods and stuff. And I'm like, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. And, uh, and she was like all upset. And I just, just cursing her out essentially. And, uh, I was like, I didn't, she was going to drag my girlfriend to, she was going to force my girlfriend to do it. Cause my girlfriend worked uh, at the same place at the time. And I was like, she's like basically going to like force my girlfriend to go to this cabin. They were going to bully her into like, you know, doing drugs, drinking a lot and stuff. And that's mm. not what my girlfriend is into. I was like, you're not going to fucking do that. Like, this isn't going to happen. This and that. What's going on? And, uh, yeah, it, it was just me running my mouth to run my mouth at a certain point. But like now it's like, 
uh, you know, like I've met, like the people I work with now are, are fantastic. But like anytime that something comes up and it's just like, oh, you know, this is what we need you to do. As opposed to me just cursing them out. It's like, this isn't how it's going to work. Like it's more calm and measured where it's, you know, it's like, this is, and you need to understand something. It's like, I didn't ask you for this job. You reached out to me and hired me because you needed my help. Like, <laughs> this is, we're on an equal playing field here. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'm explaining to you why this isn't going to work. There's a reason you put me in this position because I know what I'm doing. And uh, yeah, I guess part of that is just me growing as a person, learning to not flip out on people for no reason, really, <laughs> as opposed to just calmly explaining to somebody, hey, this is how things are going to work. <laughs> uh, oh, if there's yeah. anything else you wanted to, to touch on real quick before we wrapped up? Yeah, the, well, I have thought about, um, you know, the whole frat, the whole pledging and all that. I'm like, that seems like it's just not going to work anymore with woke with me too, with all these things like, you know, like how would they even do? (laughs) I feel like part of it too, is just, they go so far the other way where it's like, Oh yeah. Like South park, like the PC stuff. Yeah. The PC principal and his friend, like it's stuff like that where it's like almost, I mean, obviously South park makes it like extremely stupid uh, and makes fun of it, but like stuff like that where it's like, they're just over the top narcissists almost to a point it's like ah i can see that being the case still yeah i mean that that's probably what's happening like that's the new bullying is being like you're a little problematic over there <laughs> like pc bro are you pc yeah. enough to roll with us <laughs> uh, i'm more of a mac guy myself i don't know <laughs> uh just the the <laughs> Uh, the willful ignorance just keep playing that card on and on like every time they bring something up just play oh, like yeah, you have no idea yeah. what they're talking about <laughs> <laughs> oh man awesome thank- yeah i don't know i didn't have anything else to add uh thank you so much for coming on man where can people go to check out your stuff obviously links will be in the description uh yeah i'm uh a guy in this room on youtube and like spotify and apple podcasts uh um and i guess facebook and instagram and um you know new episodes every week uh mm-hmm. awesome yeah i guess that's uh the main you know that's the main thing so Sweet. so yeah everyone everyone go check out his stuff there obviously links will be in the description click through go check it out leave a comment saying you, you came from our show uh thank you so much for coming on man really appreciate it I had a good time chatting yeah me too thanks a lot thank for you. having me thank uh, you everyone for listening Go check out all the links in the description. And it's been episode 169 of the Digest Productions podcast. We'll see you all next time. Bye.